Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. I don't know if... You don't know. I said I don't know. Well, you don't know. Yeah, I said that. That's why I said you don't know. Yeah, oh, thanks for confirming. Confirming that you don't know. Okay, thank you. Yoko Swift, though. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Good Thursday morning, everybody. John and Lance, along with Del, and we got a surprise this morning. Heroes okay. return. Le- Lance was supposed to be right. doing the show from Mobile, Alabama, but heroically, heroes return. Comes back. He comes back on a late flight. What time was your flight last night? Uh, latest like five something. Five o'clock. Yeah, well, that's not heroic. It's the last one, and I had to race. What I had to do to get from the practice, because they do double-up practices, my editor's like, are you going to be able to do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll just write from the car. <laughs> what? So we had an article. You have to write, I have to write an article after practice, so I stopped at a gas station. Um, I stopped at a gas station. I wrote the rest of my article at the gas station real fast about my five players. And then took off and made it in time, uh, just in time. I was on Nick Casario's flight, as a matter of fact. Made it just in time to get out to Houston to get back. Wanted to get back. My son's Did got he have a, a vest on? Uh, he did when I saw him at practice. I actually spoke with Nick. You did? I congratulated him, and we talked a little bit of football. Um, yesterday's he doesn't practice, even know what you do. He had a vest. He seemed to knew what, know what I do. He did? Yeah, he seemed to be aware of what I did. Okay. Um, I had some I I'll tell you about some of this stuff. I had some interesting conversations. Um, I've got I've got some interesting dirt from the Senior Bowl. Whoa. Yeah. So, well, some dirt. It's not that salacious. For one, Texas Longhorn, it it, it may be. Um, but anyway, Christian Jones is the. Uh, he did a the, nice he, job. Yeah, he did a real nice. Sweats job. the guy that there's some stuff we got to talk about. Oh, really? Yeah. But so I talked to Nick. Nick was couldn't be a nicer guy. Yeah. Nick was great. He was fantastic. We talked, we talked for a while. I, I said, you know, I had some questions about this and that, but man, what, and you did a great job with Cashman. You know, I'd heard not from him, but I heard from somebody else that, um, that Lovey wasn't a Cashman guy and that Nick really loves Cashman, always has loved Cashman. And once Lovey was gone, Cashman became a more prominent member of this. <laughs> hey, this is going to be Dell. I, you know, I know that you are, I consider Dell to be an open-minded person. This is just going to be white boy draft season. I don't know how to what? explain it. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be uh, well, a draft where Ryan Clark is going to struggle with some draft picks in McConkie? this. McConkey, Ricky Pearsall from Florida, uh, Dylan Lob- Lobby from New Hampshire, white running back. He's basically Danny Woodhead's coming back back yeah. out. In the oh, draft. nice. There's another Danny. Yeah. We got another. We got to get him. We got another one. We've got. Two, we got another white corner who may go in the first. He's not good enough to go in the first. People are mocking him in the first, but he's like a second, and he actually may go to safety. Um, but I'm going to count him as a corner for now, Cooper DeJean, because he's going to run really fast too. 
there's going to be this is kind of white boy draft white season. White boy draft season. It's kind of white boy Del, draft season. How about that? that I mean, McConkey, me. which rhymes with honky, and Pearsall. I know who Lad McConkey is. Yeah. yeah, we've seen him for the last four years making plays for Georgia. So yeah, we we know that. But yeah. he was he was. How about that? Um, I see that uh, Wilson from Michigan, the wide receiver from Michigan. He's every he's open some eyes, huh? Light skin. Light, oh, he's light skinned. Wait a minute. He what? is. He is. I got a picture of well, Malachi Corley too. But yeah, he's light skinned too. Oh my so, god! What about yeah, Roman Wilson? Is is was just tearing it up. Roman Wilson was, made himself some money. He did. Yeah, there's some inter- there's some interesting receivers. Um, you know, from a Texan standpoint, I, I I'll tell you some stuff off the air that I can't tell you on the air about the Texans, but I think they I think they screwed up last season with something they did. But what what? Yeah, that, that see that's incorrect because our team no, made the biggest splash in one all thing, of football. There's one thing that they that I think they no made no no no. You're being a little disrespectful yeah. yourself, and I can tell you, I I just. Uh, there's things I can't say. Okay, what about... There's, okay. Just, there's some things on the offensive line that need to get cleaned up. Okay. What about Bo Nix? Yeah, straight down. He did not have a good... I mean, easy throws. And somebody brought up the point, well, he's, I mean, he's playing a different offense, different players. And that's all true. But does that change the fact that when I yeah. need to throw from point A to point B... Yeah, right. It's in his hands? This dude was throwing everything at the... At he people's looked more feet. like Auburn, Bo Nix. He did. He really did. He reverted. He did. He, he, you know, and I'm like, is this going to be what it is when he's comfortable? He'll look good. But if a new coordinator comes in, uh, he's going to be the state, nervous. He got freaked out. He's back in the Alabama and he got freaked oh, out. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, my gosh. He is Pacific Northwest. Everything was fine. People were protesting things. He was like, this is <laughs> what? fine. It was just random protests around okay. him all over the place. And he likes And he's that. like, he's just like, okay, the attention's on the protest. Antifa's fighting Proud Boys. No one's looking at Bo Nix. They forgot that they forgot Auburn Bo Nix. I'm just Oregon Bo Nix. They don't even know who I was. I'm just I'm just Bo Nix. So the problem is, and like, he goes back to Auburn, and they're like, some, "We know you, Bo. We know you." Some quarterbacks can't play in cold weather. They have to they have to play in domes to be successful. No team from the South can draft Bo Nix. No, is, no. He, not a, not an option. Now he team. could be no. Minnesota. Could be fine for him. Yep. Minnesota, yeah, but he still fine. plays inside. No, no, it's not about weather. It's about no. the the region of the country. The region of the he country. Can't it's, play, a, it's just about don't, region. Don't yeah, play in the he south. Can't, he can't head. He south. just can't come south. He could play. What about when they play the NFC South or like the he AFC play South? Then they're he screwed. Just yeah. like a, just like a cold, so a warm weather can, quarterback are we far would be. Enough, like, well, he can't play for us. Uh, could he play for the Raiders? Sure, but then you have to think about if he if they play the NFC South, he's screwed, or the AFC South, he's screwed. Right. Yeah, you need to God forbid a dual got, quarterback. God yeah. forbid he got drafted by the Falcons. You got to draft two quarterbacks. No, he, he can't get drafted, drafted by the Falcons. Him. Falcons ain't drafting them. They can't. They're not that close to Alabama. They just can't do he it. He can't play for an XFL team from Alabama. So who 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 uh, improved their stock the most? Well, I think Roman Wilson uh, was a big one. That's the uh, Michigan wide receiver. <clears throat> Made Michigan. that one handed catch. You probably saw it on Sports Center if you watch. Uh, any any highlight show. So you know, I was standing right there. If you go to Dane oh, Brugler's, I, I was standing literally right I got there. The video right here. If you got the video on the side, well, whose video is it? It's game a, video. Yeah, I'm right there. You'll see me right, and I'm right to the right. Right to the right. There's you. There's you. You probably see me. You're right there. That blackjack. I'm sitting you. next yeah, to Dane Brugler, and Dane Brugler recorded. He's got this incredible footage right there. The catch one on one. So Quinion Mitchell. 
is going to be a first-round corner who he went up against. So that's at the end of practice when it was good on good where you got to call guys out. And so an offensive lineman would call it a pass rusher. You crossed your arms right away right after the play and went, man, that's a catch now. Yeah. Roman Wilson. Roman Wilson. So what? where does he go? Uh, I think early second. Early second? He's a slot receiver, but he may creep into the first. What about uh, Xavier Leggett? Uh, He'll fall down into the seventh. Really? I'm joking, but he didn't have a good practice. He didn't. No. Oh, that, I saw. Uh, yesterday a spot he was okay. Where he said he pl- he looked pretty good. Well, yesterday was my, he was maybe fine. But what about Devontae so Walker? I'm Tess, looking for guys that the Texans can get second, third round. Tess Walker, I think, will be. People are putting him in a first. I don't think he'll be in a first. I think. Well, he might be. Uh, Brian Thomas from LSU could slip into the second. Uh, the one opposite of Malik Neighbors. I'd rather have Malik um, Neighbors. I think. I think Lad McConkey. If they looked at a second rounder. Lab McConkey and Ricky Pearsall could be a couple guys. I think Pearsall maybe goes a little bit later. Malachi Corley is a lot like Debo Samuel from Western Kentucky. So if Slowick wanted to take a page out of what, you know, you have Tank who can, you know, oh, I was with Johnny Harris on the sideline walking around. We, we talked a lot yesterday. And he said, Tank can play outside. He yeah. goes, I know he's small. He goes, he's not a true slot receiver. You, he, he played said, because outside of the speed, all the time. Yeah, and he played outside some last yeah, year, too. Yeah. He said, he can run those routes. Yeah. So that's not a problem. It's just which routes do you run? And he said, so the Texans could go get Lad McConkey and put him in a slot. You know, his whole thing was, he goes, oh, my God. Lad McConkey would be the perfect wide receiver for the Texans. He goes, he'd be unbelievable to work in front of slot. And you, he said, you could have Tank. I said, do you think you could Tank can still work from a slot? Too? He goes, yeah. I mean, not every receiver plays every, you know, snap. So Ladd was unbelievable. Caught everything. Guys couldn't cover him. Ricky Pearsall was, was really good. Talisi Fuaga may have made the biggest jump. In fact, I'm moving him all the way into pr- the top 10 of my mock draft, which is due tomorrow. He's the Oregon State right tackle. And this is why I didn't want a long-term contract for Titus Howard. My God, it's so loaded. If they would have just played out the contract like I wanted, this would have been his fifth year, Howard. He would have got hurt. He would have been out. He would have been on the market. And you would have been, you would have had the deepest tackle draft in years would have been in your lap right now. And, and instead they gave a, a contract. Yeah, but then they would have had to go first round tackle. Yeah, 23rd, 23rd yeah. overall. Tackle. Yeah. And then you wait 23rd. And who's going to be left too? Well, yeah. Yeah. That's true. If you wait until 23rd, I mean, you probably would have had to make a move up. Yeah. Uh, you probably would have had to make a move up. Um, you wouldn't necessarily have to because it is deep. But I think uh, I'll be honest. I, I Patrick Paul did not help himself. No, no, he's but not going U, in from U of H. He's not going in a first. Uh, Nelson Caesar was okay. Um, Jackson McKinley from Nelson Caesar is kind of a weird body for an outside. Yeah, edge guy. Yeah, yeah, but he was physical. Like he did some nice stuff physicality wise. I talked to Willie Fritz. Yesterday, he he can't wait to come on the radio with us. Yeah. He's like really excited. To too. Willie spent a lot of time talking. Uh, um, you know, oh, you see a ton of coaches like um, um, Kirby Smart was there yesterday. I didn't get a chance to talk to Kirby, but Kirby was there yesterday. Uh, I saw Jed Fish was there yeah. yesterday. Represent, I'm, I'm sure for his Arizona guys more than Washington, even though the Washington guys. Um, I. Uh, who else did uh, did I get a chance to speak with or did I see there? A lot of head coaches will come from, from their colleges <clears throat> out there to represent. Um, I did not see Jim Harbaugh there. He's too busy. He's got to get caught up with a lot of stuff. Nick Saban used to come out. I didn't see Sark, but there were a lot of Texas guys there. I saw their recruiting coordinator. A lot of Texas guys were there representing. Um, 
as far as Texas and I didn't recognize I didn't see Elko. I'm not sure I know what exactly what Elko looks like, but Bill Beatenbaugh, offensive line coach for Oklahoma. Just a lot of coaches Beatenbaugh show up. Beatenbaugh was there. To, Good guy. To, to represent. Oh, yeah. He's like, you want to talk about a guy's guy? He's, mm. he's, he's got this kind of Oompa Loompa yeah, body. Yeah. And then I saw him in the airport and he was eating like a meatball sub or something. Yeah, of course he was. fell on his shirt and like, oh. <laughs> and then he was on my flight and he had a meatball sub state. Well, that's, like, that's a no line coach right there. Cody J- J- Benjamin from CBS Sports says that Mike Evans could be coming to the Houston Texans. Let's talk about it on the right. other side, right here. And on I'll ESPN. give you some 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 of the. Uh, I'll give you some of the. We'll, we'll go into a few more of the the players, and I'll tell you some of the the dirt I heard around. All right, we'll do that on the other good. side, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Right now, though, I'm talking about my bookie, mybookie.ag promo code bet nine seven five. It's the place to play, win, and get paid. You're looking for the best place. I'm I'm telling you, you've got live dealers. Okay, live dealers is kind of cool. It is really cool because I don't know about you, but I really don't trust when it's just a machine doing it uh, all all the time. I don't love that. I really don't. I do love when I've got a live dealer right in front of me. I've got all of the different bets that I could possibly want. It just it's so good. It really is so good. You're looking for the best place to win, uh, get paid bonuses for signing up but you got to put in promo code bet 975 everything about my bookie is just awesome if you're looking for a place to play there's still all kinds of stuff you still got nba you still got college basketball you still got the big game and you want to bet on it you want to win you want to get paid it's all at mybookie.ag promo code bet 975 bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerlai. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, 716. If you want to get in, 713-780-3776. You got any thoughts, uh, you got any questions about uh, Senior Bowl or anything else, you're more than welcome to come on in and hang out with us here on ESPN 97.5. Give us some, give us some scuttlebutt from uh, especially Texans-related. Uh, you got a chance to talk to Nick Casario. Anything that you can relate? Um, I we, you know, I just talked to him about. Well, I just talked ball, like like um, Philistop. We talked a little bit about the Texans. Um, you know, we uh, about. I, I just told him I thought his moves that he made were really, really good, uh, free agency wise. And we talked a little bit about. Uh, cornerbacks in the cornerback position because there's a lot of very talented super light corners now. A yep. lot of 170 some odd pound corners. Allegedly Cody Stutes says that the Texans talked to a couple. Well he said Kalen King. I hope that yes. they didn't talk long to him. No. no. You know, was, I hope it was a brief was conversation. A, yeah. Kalen King and but, but this is why Cody acted like and no offense. I love that Cody's hustling. But I saw where he said, hey, you know, exclusively here, I can tell you, I'd be the first to tell you, they spoke with Kalen, Kalen King. Mm-hmm. Every team speaks with every player. Uh, well, you're right. Yeah, you know Quinion what I mean? Mitchell, Toledo cornerback, Quinion Mitchell. Phenomenal. Is he? Really good, man. He's going to be really good. Um, I like him a lot. He, he's going to be in the battle for first corner with Terry and Arnold from, uh, really? I like Nate Wiggins a lot, but yeah. For first corner? Yeah, yeah. He's got good size. Yeah, he'll be up there. I think Terrian will go first, and then I think it's going to be Quinion Mitchell, and then I think it'll be my guy Nate Wiggins, who I've got highest of all these guys. But um, he's you know he's not at Senior Bowl, but uh, it's a weird you know 
Greedy Williams was kind of light. When he came out of LSU, yeah. he was only like in the low 180s. Now he's considered really, really skinny. Um, Nate Wiggins is in the low 180s. Mitchell is like 195. Terry Arnold's about 195, which is good size. Well, last year, the Redskins got the, the really skinny. Yeah, he was in the 160s. Yeah, right. And then Chris Abrams Drain, who's a good corner and from Commanders, uh, Missouri. Yeah, from Missouri, he uh, he's in the one seventies. Um, DJ James from Auburn, who's a really good corner. He's like one seventy three. Like there's these. It's getting smaller at wide receiver. There's a wide receiver there. It's one hundred fifty nine or one hundred sixty five pounds. Jacob Cowing from from Arizona. I'm like, man, what has happened to the league? It's just. Some tiny corners and tiny receivers, but they're guys who can play. Yeah. We know Tank is really like small. Is, it's just a matter of can these guys can these guys hold up? And we're not, you know, we're we're in the midst of it, so we'll find out if they can. Tank, you know, got hurt, <clears throat> but that's one of those that a big wide receiver wouldn't have had his leg snapped maybe when he's digging out safeties on the goal line. Maybe, or they would have fell on his, his back too if he couldn't move the guy out. Right, but 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 I don't. Let's, but not, Nick, talk, we, let's not talk about so that. Nick, yeah, so Nick and I talked about the, the changes nuts. of changes of uh, you know of, of the of the defensive back position, and I asked him about you know I just asked him about his philosophy versus Belichick's philosophy. You know how it changed and if there has been changes and that stuff I got to keep off off the record. But I thought that that because that's all I I said. All right, I've got about you know five minutes here with him. I'm going to ask things I've always want to know. And one of them is how are you different than Belichick? And in you know, and he pointed out that things got different with Belichick over mm-hmm. the years, that he made some changes, things like that. So um, a lot of it is just football stuff, but I just told him everything was off the record, so I don't want to go into it. But it's just ball stuff. It's not – it was nothing to – you know, you think Nick is going to give me – is going to give me the, the inner workings of the team? Yeah, no, that's not going to happen. No, that, that didn't happen. Now, I will tell you, I've been teasing this. So, guy had a good practice yesterday. At least one-on-one drills ran through everybody. Was Tavondre Sweat? Tavondre Sweat did not get weighed at the Senior Bowl. Did not give his height and weight. That's pretty standard to do height and weight at the Senior Bowl. What I found out is he is carrying a lot of excess weight. Tavondre's weight has gotten up there pretty high. Scout I talked to who was in during the year said he was up playing in the three seventies. He's listed at three forty-five, which is already big. Uh, when he was a junior in high school. He was a defensive end, 255 pounds. There's, there's been some scuttlebutt amongst the, uh, the draft community. Sounds that, like you put on a bill. Uh, yeah. hundred yeah. plus. And, you know, I've seen it with, like, Trevor Penning did that, but he was going from under, underdeveloped, undersized guy into a full-grown, good-looking left tackle. Sweat's carrying a lot of bad weight right now, and he's still very dominant. But the problem is, you know, there's, there's talk about him being in the 380, 390 range. Yeah. Yeah, uh, when he was working out, he's going to have to really get down by combine. Like he, this is now he kept playing at Texas. He hadn't been working at combines. Working, you know, a lot of these guys get started in December, early December. He didn't get started until January. Um, but it tells me that during the season, his weight got out of control on him. Maybe he he hasn't gotten into control for the last month. And now we got to see what happens by combine. But I'm going to tell you now, if he's carrying 360-plus pounds, and he may have to work to get down to 360, 355 for combine, but he's going to get weighed there. Um, he's going to get weighed there. And, and if he's weighing in the you know 370 range, I don't care how talented you are. Teams get really worried about you're a two-down player anyway. You don't, you're not going to play on rut, pass downs. You know, if you're already – this heavy right I now. Mind. I wouldn't gonna, mind if he falls to twenty three. 
<clears throat> he ain't gonna. I don't think he goes in the first round because he can't play three downs. I mean, he can't even come close to playing three downs. And if you're worried about his weight, if he can't keep his weight functional, and you say, okay, we're gonna give him a bunch of money, and we're gonna give him his own free time. There's no discipline, so he has to do whatever he wants. What's gonna happen? That's the that's well, the yeah, question. Like was, I would love. He to was have probably him. hitting the book so hard at Texas that he. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That he probably now with all that free time of not studying. Yeah, now it could right, be it could right. be worse. But uh, so that's one of the guys that could secretly like I wanted to write about him helping his draft stock yesterday, but I couldn't because I know that talking to a few teams, they're not they're down on him because they don't they're really worried that he's not gonna you know he's not gonna be in the shape he needs to be in for an NFL game. Look, a lot of these guys are heavy. But if you're already, if you you know, if the rumors are true that he's in the, that played in the three seventies and maybe even got heavier than that after the season, if those rumors are true, teams are going to be terrified that well, let's give him more money and see what happens, <laughs> and, and free up his time and see if he has discipline now to to do that. And so I think he's going to be hurt by that. He's still talented. I mean, he he ran through people yesterday. He stopped trying to be cute and clever with pass rush and pass rush drill. Said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to run straight through everybody, and he did. Just run everybody so uh if you have a question about any of these guys here's, Robinson, a, here's a question did lz get a look at candrell butcher there's no such person as candrell butcher How about jalen smalls jalen mcdougall aiden banistet cray abraham and juan manuel castillo all of those are good pretty good names i like cray what is it cray sean abraham cray abraham is could have played it Maybe uh, Crayshawn Abraham could have been maybe a been guy from. Or he could have been. Crayshawn gives me a divi- uh, uh, an FCS vibe. Oh, does Crayshawn Abraham? I don't like know. What a West name like Well, West Georgia. He came from Florida, but or he was a Miami or a mm. Florida guy. But he, uh, I could see him playing in games. Well, he bounced. They couldn't. His grades were terrible, so he had to go to West Georgia and play there, a football factory and. In FCS. And then Juan, the other Castillo, that doesn't sound... Juan Manuel Castillo. Yeah, Juan Manuel Castillo that could be a defensive tackle, but that's not. He sounds like... Oh, speaking of which, the Astros... Uh, he, well, Cabbage. Ca- Trey, Trey Cabbage. We got Cabbage We got yesterday. Cabbage. You like some coleslaw? I you like, like your coleslaw. 26-year-old. We got a 26-year-old head of Cabbage. That's right. You're damn right we do. Let me tell right. you, the news he went did, all the way down to Mobile. Um, he didn't everyone was talking about, Did you guys the, hear what happened with Cabbage? Like, what did they do with cabbage? Is it Moe's Barbecue? Like, no, the Astros picked up cabbage for a minor leaguer. Yeah. What were his slashes? I said, lowish. <laughs> 208, 232, 321. To make room, they had to get rid of a guy named Declan. Yeah. Okay, so that's a problem. That's a, We don't have a Declan anymore. That sounds like a real white guy. Uh, Declan Cronin. Uh, they also had to trade away a young guy, a young guy who's got some. He's got some arms. He throws in the mid nineties, uh, but he's an A ball guy. So, uh, yeah, the Astros made a move yesterday. Trey Cabbage. He's probably he may not make it up to the big team, but it, it is something that actually happened yesterday. When I see Astros announcements, hits the email. Uh, yeah, and it, all it says is Astros acquire acquire, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. and I open up. If only who'd they acquire? Oh yeah, I've been wondering if Trey Cabbage. Was Actually, on the- I remember Trey Cabbage last year. Yeah, he played. Like, That's a yeah. He played. He wasn't very good, but he played. He He's did play. He's infield, outfield, yeah, utility, People like or whatever. Infield, probably, but yeah. 
I mean, they were lo- they're looking for a left-handed bat. I guess they're a little desperate. Trey Cabbage is what they came up with. All right, 726 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, Travis, you're first up here. We got, you got some questions about some guys that Lance can answer. Anybody else wants to get in, you got a question. You can do that as well. We were talking about Billy Brown yesterday here on the show, as a matter of fact, Aqueduct Plumbing. And we were talking about it. His golf game and how bad it is. We don't have to worry about him. Now, Tell you, at the you simulator, wish. can he hit it long like he could in the simulator? He had a pretty good pop on the simulator. Did he? Did yeah. He you remember a lot it of went it went sideways? Straight. Oh, well, some of it did go yeah. sideways, yes. Yeah, remember a lot But of when it. he hit it, when he connected. When he did, yeah, when he connected. He had some swing speed. He did. No, he The did. sideways one. I, I don't. Count. If the simulator didn't count it because it was so bad, I didn't count All it. All I'm saying is Billy would be starving right now if he had to make money off of his golf swing. Okay, but but as far as plumbing goes, nah, he doesn't starve. No, he doesn't starve. You know why he doesn't starve? Because he does it better. He just does it. Houston's premier repiping company is Aqueduct Plumbing. Two eight one four eight eight sixty two thirty eight. They this is what they're awesome at. Listen, don't ask Billy to come and be on your foursome. Uh, you know because that's just not what Billy does. What Yo, Billy do does. All the advertisers like when John just takes shots at their well, personal golf game. Yesterday. He just took this. This is just a chance for John. John just waited and said, right. I can't wait to wear this guy out on well, a commercial he, that he's going to pay for. He referred to Houston Glover as four putt, four putt yesterday, yesterday on the show. <laughs> yeah, because, well, I mean, lag, because, well, lag. four putt. But uh, Aqua, anyway, Aqueduct Plumbing is the place to go. And put this number in your phone because you may need him. You never know when you're going to need a plumber. 281-488-6238. Make sure yes, that whether it's big or small, that Billy Brown is your guy. AqueductPlumbingCompany.com. Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert, the other an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. <laughs> All right, welcome back here. Let's get Travis in here. He's been waiting. He wants to uh, get in here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Travis, what's up? Morning, gentlemen. I am so looking forward to the next couple months. We're leading up to the draft. But I got a question on a couple of prospects. I want to know what y'all think about them, where they'll be drafted, if they fit in with the Texans. And that's uh, Cody Schrader running back from Missouri and Trey Harris, wide receiver Ole Miss. I'll hang up, man. Thanks a lot, guys. I'm not a Trey Harris guy, so I'm passing on Trey. Although he does fit more. Well, actually, he does fit more in the, in the Texans type of offense. So I shouldn't just say that. Um, so maybe Trey does. Trey does some things down the field. He has, he, if I remember correctly, he's kind of a ball winner, so he's okay. Cody Schrader, part of white boy draft season. I don't know what to tell you. There's another white running back. They're all over the place. Whoa. Now. All of a sudden, it's just white How's running backs and white cornerbacks all over the place. White, I don't care. <laughs> white skill position guys. Yeah. All black quarterbacks and all white wide receivers and corners now. Why do you think I have This is a truly diverse NFL that we're going to have. Why now. do you think I have an issue with <laughs> white players succeeding in positions they don't normally John succeed in. John just said, take that, Dell, or whatever. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why does he think I have an issue? I don't care. Whitey. Whitey getting it done. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. Great. I don't... Get it done. Cody Schrader came from Division Three. He was a running back from Division Three. He walked on. He ran for like 5,000 yards at this Division Three school. He went to the SEC because, you know, Division Three to SEC is a normal jump, you see. Do you think he was a portal? Do you think they offered a scholarship? No, they're yeah. like, I'm sorry, you're Division Three. He goes, I'll pay my own way. They go, oh, 
thought, well, okay, we'll let you walk on, have a tryout. Now he's at the Senior Bowl, and he scored a bunch of touchdowns. And, yeah, Cody Schrader is a guy, uh, he has some limitations, but plays really, really hard. He's more like a third or fourth rounder. He's a lot like Damian Pierce. The Pierce thing after having more conversations, you know, Johnny and I, Johnny Harris and I were talking about the X's and O's of Pierce. And Pierce is just, this scheme is just a real problem for Pierce. It's just not built for Damian Pierce. I don't know what they do because the guy is a good runner when he is confident and hitting the track at a, at a good pace. But if he's not, I don't know what his value is. Like, they had a, a Goomba Wale getting reps over him. Like, I don't know what they do with him. So, you know, I can tell you, Johnny's like, I really hope they sign Motor. He goes, I yeah. really, and I said, would you, you think he's their number one priority? He goes, I mean, there's, he said, I said, he goes, it would be mine. He said, because he makes, you don't have to think about it. Yeah. Once you have motor, you don't have to think about running back. Like you got a guy who plays on all three downs. He makes people miss when you're off the line, miss the block. You, oh, well, number, that is interesting. Number one priority. It's a sign. Now, yeah. More who, than Jonathan Grenard. Um, well, this is a great pass rush draft. Yeah, like the the Texans could look pass yeah, rush in the first round. They could look edge rusher. In the well, first they're round. they're looking defensive line. They're yeah. look, first round is going to be defensive line. Yeah, the tricky thing is Byron uh, Murphy. But I thought it would be a guy in the middle. Byron Murphy is going to go ahead of him. Let lot to as long as his medicals check out. The pass rusher from Washington, who is it's literally like watching T.J. Watt. I mean, he's the most skilled rusher I've ever seen coming out of college. But he had a neck condition that Washington told him he had to retire from football, and UCLA said, you're fine. So he went out and had double-digit sacks. Two years that he played college football, dominant pass rush. And I'm like, I wonder who's going to be right here when well, the combine about, medicals pop up. Yeah, what about that? I mean, and that's Jared, a, that, that could be a problem. Jared Verse, edge rusher from Florida State, will be gone. Like, yeah. I can't see the Texans trading up, although no, but what about they in are the in a position to win at a higher. What about in the middle? Tavondre Sweat, they would. Now, they could trade back and target a guy like Tavondre. And there are some guys in the middle who are decent. It's not a great defensive tackle draft. That's where they need bulk. That's, That's where they, where they, they do. Byron Murphy would be terrific for the Houston Texans, but he's also 295, 300 pounds. Like he's not a big space eater. So you'd like actually a little bit bigger. Like you, If Tavondre Sweat were, were 330 pounds or 340 pounds and in shape, Man, he would be. I know that's early for a big nose for a clogger uh, to get him in the twenties because they don't rush typically. But man, that would be perfect. Like that's one of those picks that you can say, you know what? We're actually getting pretty close. We just want to stop the run. We're going to do it with this one guy. Well, maybe he'll get down by the combine and uh, he'll they'll have be. <laughs> yeah, but if but he you did, hate a guy that's, but that fluctuates that, so yeah, much. Yeah, if he does that, yeah. is he con? Is he yeah. just? No. Is this just a simple? A con, yeah. yeah, like is he just doing? Well, what's it even worse term? is if he can't get down at all, though. But you got to stay true to look. There's other defensive players in the middle. You got to be true to. You got to be true to the best players on the board. Like Texans still need a wide receiver. They still need to find a running back. Um, you still may need to find running an edge back. Rusher. Though you can find it. You can find yeah. it. But you know, if Jonathan Brooks were sitting there uh, in the second round for the Texans, yeah, I know he had an ACL tear. I mean, there's other runners. I like Jalen Wright too. And there's and that's one thing about this offense. Zone scheme offense, you can go find guys. Just yeah. like you found motor, you can go find certain guys make sense. And Cody Schrader can play in a, a zone scheme from Missouri, so he actually fits. Like he actually would fit the Texans, and he can catch passes. Um, but Johnny and I had some interesting conversations about yeah. 
about who the you know he's not sure Dalton Schultz stays. Well, no. How are you going to be sure about that? You got to pay him. The, the, yeah, the, the market he value for his eleven. He didn't think Dalton is going to take any kind of a. He no, like, he ain't he's taking a, no home. Like he ain't going to be a home. He made six two five last year, and the market value is eleven. You know they may they may take another shot at at uh, they may take another shot at at Sheldon Rankins. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, Sheldon was a one year guy. <clears throat> they may take another shot and say Sheldon will give you a two year deal. Well, he's actually a guy right now on Spot Track. Anyway, they say he's actually a guy who may might make a little less than he made last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that could be he had an eleven million dollar figure. Yeah, last it's like year nine something right now. The yeah, value, market value. Yeah. So Johnny I mean, thinks Johnny thinks the value on uh, Singletary is going to be seven million a year. That's up from two something. He's a can starter. Yeah, I mean his agent's going to say, "Listen, we're not giving you back. How about five money. and a half? We'll go five and a half. Well, I mean, I'd I'd say, how about I give you two at twelve, two a two a two twelve deal? How about that? Six million a year would be yeah, great. That'd be great. I'd be. I might be willing to pay fourteen though if you think he's that valuable. Yeah. Grenard's going to be the tough one because pass rushers get paid. Well, on he's the going market. from one something to ten and I or just eleven. Think, and I just think Nico has got to get extended now. You can't let him get to the market. Yeah. Good luck with that too. I mean, he that dude balled out like a like a one. What are you going to pay him? But See, he balls this out like is a one why next all year? of these people saying. When you get, when you're gonna have to ju- jump up from Grenard from one points whatever to eleven, you're gonna have to jump up from Nico Collins from three to uh, to nine, ten, eleven, whatever it's going to be. I mean, this is why all of that free agent money that oh, they've got allegedly is going to be gone. This is what I can. Sh- I think I can share this with you. Something Nick told me that I had never really thought about all this time. He goes, one of the things people. I said, you know, a lot of people talk about your cap space, and but you don't truly have like you got to take care of your own guys. And he brought this up once again. I, I think I can talk, you know, our conversation is off the record, but this is just basic math that we need to know about. He said a lot of people don't really know, realize, or factor in it. We got to save, we got to have like 10 million left for moves during the year for signing yeah. veterans, guys, when there's injuries, bringing in this player, bringing Plus in that the player, rookie cap that making to, moves. Yeah. He goes, practice squads are bigger yeah. now. He goes, you you got to save like ten million. I said, well, what happens to teams who are over the cap? How are they going to get? He goes, well, you got to be under the cap by March. He goes, but everybody in the league has to. He goes, it's not talked about that much, but we all have to set money aside yeah. for these moves during the year. Absolutely. I mean, how many moves? Look at the Derek Barnett move. If they didn't have any money. They wouldn't have been well, able. That's to why pick some players up. will get cut. Yeah. In the middle of the year, you'll see a guy get cut, and sometimes they need money to yep. free some money up. 738 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Let's get Jeff in here. Anybody else wants in? 713-780. Oh, like when you see players, by the way. 3776, the number. When you, you see guys get, get, get bounced between active, inactive, cut, yeah, active, right. cut, pick back up. That's like money. That's Say just no. playing with some money to make sure they have money available. Yep, yep. Jeff, what's up? Jeff, are you there? No, Jeff. Hello? Yeah, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, I'm trying to ask Lance about uh, Tyrone Bigsby on a crackhead you. Who? He's not. Stop. There's. Did he just say the crackhead you? Did he just. He just said, yeah, Bigsby. That's the uh, the crackhead he from the said Chappelle Tyrone show. Bigsby out of yeah. crackhead you. There's Tyrone no sh- never went to school. That's it, Jeff. Hang up. He on was Jeff. one of those really talented dudes who who couldn't put down the pipe, so he could never make it into college. Out of yeah. crackhead you. Yeah, on the Chappelle show. Oh, a reference from twenty three years ago now. Twenty four yeah. years ago, he is beyond <laughs> draftable. He's it's, yeah, he's oh, red he's, flags all over for Tyrone Bigsby. 
Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Jeff. Can't anybody have a serious? Can't we have a serious? Can we conversation have a serious conversation anymore? And not bring in crackheads. Oh, Tyrone Biggums. Excuse me. Not even yeah, Biggums. Biggums. Yeah, Tyrone I, Biggums. He said Bigsby. I think, I, that's what it? got me off. It's Tyrone Biggums. Tyrone Biggums. <laughs> he didn't get in the crackhead. You look at just Google Tyrone Biggums, and you'll see he'll have the red. He'll have the red skull cap on. He'll have chalky white lips. Ashy lips, yeah. Ashy lips, what which I didn't know ashy on? lips were a thing. Chappelle show. Chappelle. This is that's a twenty. That's a two decade, two decades ago <laughs> reference. Yeah, but it's iconic. Yeah, I just, I just know you have a whole fan base of people offering you fake names. Tyrone's actually Tyrone Bigham is actually a real name, just not a real person. <laughs> he played ball, but he he got cut. Yeah, the crack. Because of crack, he couldn't pass the drug test. Uh, speaking of, speaking of which, the Astro, the Astros got cra- the the Rockets got cracked last night by the yeah. uh, Pelicans. One ten ninety nine was the final. <clears throat> they just couldn't do anything in the fourth. Our boy did not have a great year, a great game yesterday. By the way, who Shingun? Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't. What about Jabari? Yeah, Jabari was bad last night. Jalen Green now another. Another big game for Jalen Green. I love this. Now he's His, putting he's put five straight games together now. Well, yeah, he but, had an off night against Brooklyn, but I think oh, it's four out of five. Four out of five. Yeah. What's uh, happening right now is his trade stock is going sky high. This is great. No, that's not oh, what is happening right now. Actually, I thought, how about if he's actually learning how to play in a team concept and is actually looking pretty damn good doing it. How about that? Maybe your your number two overall pick is actually coming through finally. He's got a big contract coming. Can't do it. Can't do well, it. Did you hear? We played Kenyon Martin yesterday. Did you hear any of that? I did. Where yeah. he blamed everything, but he never said KPJ's name. He, out loud. he did say KPJ's name. It was KP. Yeah, it was KPJ. I thought one of the other guys said KPJ. Oh well, he agreed. He never. He, yeah. He never. He, and he actually said he it wasn't one, the whole locker room. It was one guy. It was one guy. Well, one KPJ. other guy in there said one guy. He goes, one guy. Yeah. If they were kind of leading him, like, I almost got the feeling some of them already knew the answer. They knew the this. answer. They talked to him beforehand. Before, yeah. But, but he didn't want to. It, 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 yeah. The, he uh, didn't want to be the player that snitches out loud. But I also heard that maybe it was a good thing that uh, the K.J. Martin also was gone. Like, I heard that maybe well, it was KJ okay that he was gone. wasn't happy with his role, that's for sure. Yeah. Whether or not he was a cancer in the locker room, KPJ, I don't know. I just, you know. I saw the battles being raged with Kevin Porter. They've been, there have been people who have raged some really dumb battles. The battle for Steven Silas that some people who made. Said, who did? No one Oh, did my that. God. There are people on Twitter, yes. No he was not given enough of a chance. He was this. He was that. Like, that's a terrible fight to fight. The KPJ fight was never a good fight. He was never a true point guard. So then it became, well, he needs to play. You know, he's in a bad situation. He should be playing. Where, there's certain guys you just don't want in your locker room. Yeah, and I know that he supposedly Rockets tell you he's a great kid and all this stuff, but I just still think he could be. He's volatile. Management loved him. They did love him. Yeah, but he's volatile, and and I think you're already seeing certain guys just don't need to be there if you're trying to grow something. Well, see, to the and top. he could have been Eddie Haskell too. With management, he's one way, and then when he's with the players, he's a he's a, yeah, and that's the it's thing. Awful. That's the His thing that you may not is awful. know. Right. So. That could well be. And for those of you who don't know who Eddie Haskell is, he was on. Never mind. Uh, Eddie Haskell means you need your to know, Eddie Haskell means a guy who can is smooth with the moms, to the moms and, and the parents yeah, and, can, and, can, and he's real he's, slick. But behind the scenes, he's trouble. He's an a hole. Uh, so like that, Dell is kind of Eddie Haskelly. He no, he's really when Mister Gow's around. How about Dell? Oh, hey, Mister Gow. When's Mister Gow? Gow? When's Mister Gow ever around? Yeah, 
Well, when Dell's got his own handshake with them where they do. I'll tell you, I've told the story before. You have the same birthday. Yeah, which means he gets a cookie cake and I get a piece of it. But um, <laughs> generally, that's how it's gone. <laughs> but, we get nothing for our birthday. Either. Yeah, we get nothing. What At least you get a about? piece of cookie no, cake. No, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, Dell, come down and get a sliver of his cookie cake. Usually, when he was when he was here, I would say, huh. Not too I, big a sliver. There's lots of people here. Well, exactly. I would say, hello. Those people, if they get there first, forget <laughs> Yeah, forget about anybody getting I would say, hello. And you say, hello, Dell. I say, hello, Mr. Gal. And I would say, how you doing? Never got the how you doing back. Well, that's strategic. Well, that's no. That's I would conversation's all, over. Dell, how you doing? How you, no, how you I doing? say no. I would say how you doing. He would never say it oh. back. But you, no, but he said hello, you, Dell, and I would say hello, and I say how you doing. Mr. That's conversation. Oh, all. Okay, that's all I got time for. All I that. never thought oh, about now, that. How am I going to tell Does you? He, has he ever oh, done I'm it to fine. you? How are you? Now, oh, now got, let's let's look at this, John. How often do you think somebody's asked Dell? They so hello, hello, how you doing? And Dell says, fine, but he doesn't ask, how are you doing? I, that's a standard for you. You're not going to keep the conversation not true. going. That's not true. Are you just tell, making that up? I've busy. never seen it. You don't know. I've never that's seen busy. it get that deep, but I know how that many, that's how it would be. That's a lie. Before your nap, okay? He's got no time. He's, making, he's out there making He's money. in there brushing his teeth. He's got time. <laughs> Brushes. No, that just gives you an example. See? Yeah, he brings the two. He brushes his teeth. Well, in yeah, he does he's got he's time. Got Hygiene matters. If, if he's got time to brush his teeth in the, in the bathroom, he's we, got well, time. He's busy brushing his teeth, and you're trying to talk to him before Boy, he gets in there. Rude. Before he rude. gets in there. Okay. Let the man take. Let, let the he man. He had too much co- uh, cookie, cookie cake. cake. Cookie cake. He had to get the chocolate chips out of his teeth. That's it. You huh. made a sliver, you know. <laughs> time for <laughs> time for Packed you. Packed with chocolate chips. Uh, time for you to talk about being an underdog. Underdog fantasy. Uh, so we got the big game coming up. And, you know, the thing with underdog fantasy is they'll, they let you play along, right? So you can play along with the game as you go with the Pick'em Challenge. What the Pick'em Challenge is, is you get to take a look at uh, the the statistics for all these different players that are playing in the game. I mean, a ton of different players are playing in the game. These are the statistics. What are we going to do here? Well, you're going to pick between two and five players in the Pick'em Challenge. You download the app. It's a great app. Very well-designed, easy to use. You find players that you like, their statistics either higher or lower. You've done the the work on it. You've done the analysis. And you pick between two and five. If you pick as many as five and you win, you win 20 times, or in some cases, more than 20 times your original play. Uh, You can pick just two, and you're still going to win three times your play. And, of course, with every additional one that you pick and hit, you win an – uh, it, it escalates in terms of the multiplier that it's going to pay. And they also have an insurance feature in there where you can win just two, three out of four or four out of five and still get paid. It's completely legal here in the state of Texas, and it's real money. And it's a chance for you to hit it big. And this is great. When you make your first deposit and use promo code Lance, they are going to give you a special pick uh, in your lobby where it's, where it's uh, 0.5 yards. All you got to do is say higher than 0.5 yards passing or rushing or 0.5 points in basketball. It's an easy winner. That's one they're giving you. That's one they're giving you. So take advantage of that when you use promo code Lance. They'll match your deposit up to $100 on that first deposit. You must be 18 years older or 18 years or older to play. Uh, it is a terms and conditions apply. It needs to be available in your state. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Hey, what happened? I got a real red wagon. I can't do my work. 
John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Hit the 751 ESPN. I had a Veal Parm sub yesterday. No, I'm going to tell you, the best Italian food is in Mobile, Alabama. Hit the, the Mobile, Italian, Alabama the Italian, Italian influence. Food. Have you lost your mind? The Italian influence there. King cake cannoli. Forget about it. I didn't have it, but they had it, and I Stop just thought already. this is true Italian food. Stop already with this stuff. That, okay, you can't bring that back. Okay, the best Italian food best is Italian, in Mobile, Alabama. The best Italian, uh, I'm sorry, fried cheese. Mozzarella sticks is an Italian delicacy. Stop. Yep. Okay. That's from the all. hills of Napoli or whatever. Yeah. It came right from the hills of Napoli. Fried cheese. Yeah. Not Wisconsin. <laughs> 752 ESPN 97.5 <laughs> and 92.5. So if you want to get in here, talk to us about anything that you've heard so far. Any any uh, uh, draft questions? Have you are you about done with your? No, you're not even close to done. Looking at guys, I'm only halfway through. About halfway. I still got another two fifty to but go. But did so. you do? Had you already seen all of your Senior Bowl guys? Yeah, I'd seen. There's like three late editions that I have to do. So yeah, I'd already seen all of them. I just I've written so many now that I couldn't even remember guys I wrote up. I'm like, I don't even remember this guy. Did I like him? I'd have to go back to my grades. Like, oh, I, I don't even like him, and he's playing pretty good. But Brownlee, I got it. Yeah, I didn't remember this oh. guy. So now I'm going to have to go read my own scouting reports. So again. Brownlee ran a route for one of the receivers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw right. that. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Brownlee was like all over guys. I'm like, oh, crap. I had to go dig around on him. Like, what's the deal? Oh, he went to Florida State. and Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember him now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I kind of liked him. I gave him a fifth round grade, but I kind of liked him. So we haven't talked. It looks like all the job. Bobby Slowick's back. You, Bobby Slowick's Bob, back. Bobby Slowick's back. Gerard Johnson are back. Yeah. Both got raises from Cal. Cal put it, put that money out. I didn't think Slowick would leave uh, this year. Well, I, did. I didn't think it was smart for him to leave this year. No. Uh, definitely not for Carolina. So It's so funny. Same thing we think is what other people think. Carolina, people in the league. You know, I talked to different people from a lot of – and I would talk about some of the coaching stuff and – and like, what do you? And we talk about the okay, this guy's going here, and especially GM candidates like guys who interviewed for jobs, whatever. I talked to a couple of those guys, and one of them just said, "I met with the owner over there." Or I said, "How was the? What was the meeting like?" You know, one of them interviewed in Washington and said, "Owner was in on it." He goes, "It was good." You know, they stay, he goes, "I really get a good feeling about Washington. Pretty stable organization." Blah blah. blah. Yeah, you got a new with a new owner. I mean, it's, Snyder's not there anymore. Yeah, so. and he goes, but you and get yet the there are there's still out there. And I said, what about, um, yeah, it's probably going to be Vrabel or Vrabel or Dan Quinn. Then I said, uh, did, I said, what about uh, Carolina? I asked another guy about Carolina. He said, I said, was the owner in there? He goes, oh, yeah. I said, is the owner running there? He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I said, what do you think? He goes, it's going to be challenging. Yeah. He goes, that's a challenging job. Uh, he goes, why do you think the head coach is head came out of nowhere? Dave Canales from Tampa Bay. He goes, that was a guy who thought this may be my only shot coming from Tampa Bay as a coordinator. He said, that's not a job that a lot of people wanted, head coaches wanted. They may have interviewed there, but once you, he said, I'd be shocked if head coaching guys said, yeah, I think our, our Texans guy, Bobby Slick, he goes, if you're Slowick, that would have been a, he said, you oh. want to talk about a, a dead-end job. He said, that job is not winnable in the next couple of years at all. Worst roster in football. is what And this is what a GM candidate told me. And they study rosters. Yeah. 
especially for jobs they're going to have. And they said it was, it's the worst roster in football right now. Uh, but, well, it, okay, so there's a, there's an uh, article here right now. Patriots offensive coordinator job reportedly among NFL's least desired openings. Man. I could certainly see it. I mean, are you going to draft now, a quarterback guys, again? They're going to get a quarterback. Here. I guess who are you going to get? Drake May. I don't have Drake May going too. I think Drake May is going to slip. I have one team tell me they think he'll be the Will Levis and he'll slip out of the first. Wow. I don't think that happens. I'm putting not him, with Bo Nix. This is not a personal. <laughs> Dell. Every time Bo, I don't know what is it that happened with you on a message board fight that you had. Why do you hate Drake May so much? I don't is hate it him. Because of this, like John always Stop does. Stop rubbing your forearms. Arm. It has nothing to do with what he looks like. It's I never believe. You think what, he needs to move to slot wide receiver? No, I just never. <laughs> I just never. He needs to move to punter. I don't. Yeah, I think Drake May should play wide receiver in the NFL. I'm um, <laughs> I'm Bill Polian in in a different form. I don't. I just looked at him and saw him as what? What are we talking about here? Why are people so enamored with him? He's a good football player. But top two overall, generational, commander, blah, blah, blah. No, no Commander never. fans have already decided that this is their guy. So now they're fighting for him. Like, they'll fight anybody that says anything remotely negative or anything that they consider not positive about Drake May because they've locked themselves into the same way Dolphin fans, the tank for Tua, some of them would do that. The same way some Texans fans um, were locking in on. Well, Washington's taking Jaden Daniels. Well, most people think it's Drake May. I put Jaden Daniels there. Yeah, I no, put no, Jaden Daniels. A lot, there. No, a lot of people. It's it's it switched a lot. Good. Drake May is yeah. Jaden Daniels is now the favorite at number well, two. Because I had to send a tweet out last week saying or two weeks ago saying why is Drake after I watched him I'm like why is Drake May considered the de facto QB two in this draft? Yeah. Can somebody tell me why? No, but you changed that. You changed the entire. I landscape. changed the whole narrative. Yeah, yeah, same way I was able to stop. Uh, I stopped with the help of Hannah. Stopped. Uh, What's his name? The tyrant in the the Jack Jesus, Easterby? Jesus tyrant, yeah, yeah. Jack Easterby. Yeah, um, you know it's you like in my city. He's a busy bee. Well, not well, uh, but the New England's there, sitting there at number three. I could certainly see them Terrible. doing Drake May. Okay, right there. I know. Yeah, what a nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> maybe because he could be Drew Lock, but he could also be a. He could end up being a good quarter. He could be. Everyone's going to say Josh Allen. When you want to make yourself feel better about a guy that's got some dodgy tape, you say. Well, I mean, he could be the next Josh Allen. And that's what people use for Drake May is Josh Allen. Oh, and maybe, what? but I just think there's so few. I don't few, see that. There's so few Josh Allens. Well, he's six. He's 230. He's 6'4", 230. He's got a big he arm. A, he, <laughs> team, he don't run like Josh Allen. Though. No, he does not. No. Oh, he's athletic, but he doesn't. Josh is different. Different. Josh is built like. Josh runs Josh people Josh is built over. like it, it, what was Cam Newton. He's a different version of Cam Newton. There's very few of those guys. Uh, if Bo Nix didn't suck so bad this week, I could see them, them New England going, you know what? It's going to be Bo Nix there. Yeah, but, you know, I'm, I got to do a mock draft right now. I got Marvin Harrison there. Yeah. I just couldn't. Well, you got, but they need a quarter. What are you going to do? No, you got to grab. If What are you going to wait till the second round to grab a quarterback? You can't draft a quarterback you don't believe in. I mean, they had Mac Jones fall to them, and they drafted him, and he was. He was pretty good his first year. He looked like a game yeah. manager, one that you could win with. And then he was, he, a just, pro bowler. And he was terrible. And maybe they ruined it. You know, maybe they ruined Mac Jones because they gave him nothing. You know, people fight and claw about Justin Fields has nothing around him. This guy has nothing around him. That guy has nothing. Mac Jones has nothing. nothing. He didn't even have coordinators. No. They're, he it, had defensive guys calling plays. Yeah, no. The I mean, somebody, somebody said, man, their best player right now on offense 
it's it, it's it's awful. Their best playmaker is is De, uh, Demario Pop Douglas. No way, that's their best. The, their best play, according to an anonymous source, told uh, Giardi, the best playmaker is a sixth round Lilliputian, Demario Pop Douglas. Sure, wow. where do I sign up for that job? Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick left them. He in ran tatters. Just he ran that so poorly. He, he left just, them in tatters. Oh man, you got and any and any submarine Mac Jones by going Bailey Zappi, who was never going to be an NFL starter. So yeah, they need a quarterback. I mean, whatever whether Mac Jones had help or not, to me, he's dead in the water as a Patriot. Maybe he's better with another team. But it's too much negativity there. You got to find another quarterback. If you're a third pick, you'll probably get your choice of the third quarterback. Are you okay with the third quarterback? I just don't think it's going to be Bo Nix now. The way he played, and well, you may, you're right, it very the, well could be Drake. May. You know what? It, it, you never know who's going to be the best one, though. Was Lamar Jackson thought to be? He was, when did he? When Lamar was he, and Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh Allen was the third quarterback taken. Yeah. Lamar was the fifth quarterback yeah. taken. They're the two best. And where were Deshaun? Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes. Was, Pat Mahomes was second to and, Mitch Trubisky. And Deshaun was Deshaun third. third. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you never know who's going to be the best. Rarely player. is the first quarterback. Right? Is anyone? No one's out playing Trevor Lawrence. That that ended up being a, a bad. A shaky quarterback draft. So no one's outplaying Trevor Lawrence, but you're right. I went back and looked at first quarterbacks taken. There's a lot of times first quarterbacks aren't even the best. Yeah, no, 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 no. All right, we got to talk about a little QC Kinetics, and we'll get everybody in on the other side. Someone 3780 QC Kinetics, a company who uh, really helped my wife. They helped her get ready for the Berlin Marathon. And it's it, they weren't specifically doing it for the marathon, they were just helping her with her knee health. For you, for those of you who have knee, hip, back, Shoulder, anywhere where you have chronic joint pain, inflammation, it's it's always hurting because it's always inflamed. You maybe have arthritis. Man, they can make such a huge difference, a huge difference. And here's why. QC Kinetics takes the body's healing power, and then they jumpstart it. That's all they do. They take it, they jumpstart it, and then they put it back into the joint. And from there, it starts to reduce inflammation and starts to regenerate and restore lost or damaged tissue. And that is what helps you get mobility back. That's what helps helps to minimize that chronic pain. And before you know it, you are living with substantially less pain. And for some people, they end up living without pain at all. Mobility comes back. Range of motion can come back. So make sure that before you go to steroid shots, which are temporary surgeries, which a lot of a lot of doctors hate doing, the, the pain medicine, the time off from work after surgeries, why don't you take a look at QC Kinetics? They've got a proven track record, and it really, really works. And there's no shots, no downtime. It's awesome. QC Kinetics, four locations here in Houston, qckinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, Twin Flames. None of it matters because you're a Twin Flame and this is your union.